0: Welcome to Queen to Queen,
1: with your host Bay a tour guide history buff extraordinaire,
0: and Dee Dee, your drag queen designer connoisseur, Two queens with delusions of grandeur give you their take on the world's weird, wonderful, fucking fabulousness. So sit back, get a cocktail, and enjoy the show. Hey, baby, how's it going?
1: Hello, Dee Dee, darling, sweetheart. How are you, my fabulous? I am Uh, absolutely popping.
0: Ooh, I am too. And I hope all you queenettes are out there having a great old time. It's Pride Month.
1: Pride Month. Feeling proud for Pride, kiddos. Feeling proud for Pride.
0: No, not at all. Womp womp. <laughs> just joking. Really? I love feeling this time low. of year. Is
1: it, is it like Halloween? I was. I feel that you have these highs. You're like Halloween costumes go down for Christmas, not your thing. Then straight up for Pride again. Yeah,
0: I'm like a penis a little bit. I'm just like burr, burr, burr. No, no, actually, I'm a little bit more wrecked than that. So, uh... Yeah. <laughs> but um. You know
1: what ones you're looking at, sweet pie? <laughs>
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, I I do feel like when I was younger, it was the same way. Before I started really doing drag in general, I went from being Halloween drag and then gay pride sort of drag. And then I kind of was like, you know what? I'm just going to do drag when it feels awesome or when I get hired for it or something. So that's all I got to say about that. But anyway, baby, I hope you're well. I think you are.
1: Can you hear it in my voice? I've actually got perkier. I mean, that could be with like the couple of glasses of creme de mûre that I've sort of imbibed Uh, during the discussion. Mm -hmm. However, I am actually doing much better in my life, positive-wise, life-wise, emotional-wise. So, yes, you could say I am on a high, Didi. But, I mean, (sighs) how are you doing, lovely?
0: I'm doing lovely, too. I'm also doing pretty good emotional-wise, career-wise, and, of course, today-wise, because we have a really awesome person that we're going to be interviewing (gasps) for Queen to Queen, for our Queenettes out there. We're interviewing this wonderful drag queen named Taki Watanga in Paris
2: Ooh. Ooh. So actually, babe, should it not be Taki Oh, I know!
0: know so, baby, I would like you to also say hello to our wonderful guest named Taki out there.
1: Taki, c'est un plaisir, absolument. Je suis ravie de vous connaître.
3: Mais moi aussi! Super. Moi aussi! Fabienne. Figure Super! Super comodable!
1: <laughs> so now, not only are we international, we are international, multinational,
0: pan-national. I love it. Ooh. Oh my gosh, we're like all linguistically, well, I was going to say challenge, but we're not challenged. Uh, linguistically. We're going to
1: have to put <laughs> subtitles on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's that work, actually?
0: I'll just, I'll just, I'll put subtitles that are like penis, 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 <laughs> Oh, no.
1: <laughs> See what happens. I think we should just have you actually doing some uh, dramatic dance in the corner of the video.
0: And we give a little bubble of Nathan, my husband, actually doing like <laughs> uh sign language in the bottom too. So be like this interpret all different languages, everything around the world. Hello Tacky, how are you?
3: I'm
2: fine, how are you?
0: Formidable.
2: <laughs> oh but je suis content. Thank you very much for inviting me on your show, on your podcast. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, thank you for taking your time out of your your busy schedule for a little bit. interview. Uh,
2: it's absolutely my pleasure. Thank entretien
0: is that the word is for interview? Uh,
2: entretien, entretien,
0: entretien.
2: entretien. I, I thought you heard. I thought I heard Arc de triomphe. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
0: my, my accent's really bad. <laughs> that's
2: all that
1: Cédi has in mind.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Great Napoleon all oh, the way. Not an
1: arc kiss. <laughs> I'm Not interested.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so tacky i know that you're based in paris and i think that's wonderful i would love you to just if you have a minute or two to tell us about your your vie your life that'd be awesome round it out in two minutes honey that'd be great
2: (laughs) Pre, pre-confinement pre or post-confinement or the two or...
0: Basically to start out, where are you from and how you okay, got to where you are.
2: I am from Atlanta, Georgia, originally. And I, I was very fortunate to have been able to go to the second... Uh, I think I, I might be mistaken. Somebody might correct me on this, but I'm pretty sure I'm um, correct. It was the second um, performing arts school in the United States. And it was also the high school that – the model high school that they based the desegregation with, on. And oh. so it was the first desegregated high school in, in the United States. Wow. Which one's and this? And I had the – this was Northside High School. That's called North Fulton High School now. Um, mm. But I went to school with like Ralph Abernathy's kids, um, Hosea wow. Williams' kids um gladys knight and the pips king i mean you know i ru paul was in my class two two classes behind me it was a fabulous school and we had this musical director named densmore who was he was a he was a he was a maniac but he was so devoted to his cause and his cause was to um you know nurture and nurture children that had any kind of talent and bring you know bring that to fruition and everything so he made this performing arts high school that I was a part of and that's why I'm so silly and dumb now because I, all I can
3: do is sing and dance I don't know how to do algebra I don't I don't because I did, never
2: did it um, But um, you're an
0: artist darling you're an artist I know oh,
2: goodness. I that. wish I, I had a little bit more either. I know Oh yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, when was the the one time in my life that I friggin' used the uh, algebra one? Never, she says. Yeah. but um, so I went to this fabulous um, performing arts high school, which um, gave me lots of tools, and then I. I had my first uh, professional job at 15, and then I auditioned for another job at 16 that took me to Nashville, Tennessee to sing and dance, and I did that for a few years, and then I got really lost and mm. um, had to get my head together and went down to the islands to get my head together and got lost And Which I island did California, you move to? To St. Thomas. Oh, wow.
0: Thomas. How
1: long Ooh. did you live in St. Thomas and, for?
2: Uh, I, l- I was on, on and off for... Two years, I think, a year and a half. Mm. Um, but I would like do the boat route. I would go up to Newport, Rhode Island for the summer and then go back down. That's one down heck of a boat
0: and route, honey. That's like, that's like four days. Yes,
2: it is. But it taught me a lot. It taught me a mm. lot. Yeah. And um, and then I went out to California. And then I, I, I got really disheartened with California because um, it just didn't agree with me. I didn't understand it at all. And then I literally, uh, one day... Decided I just wanted to go to Europe somewhere. And I, I picked out a atlas. And I think that particular year, the atlas had painted France in a fuchsia, which is my favorite color. And so mm-hmm. I just went, that's where I'm going because it's fuchsia. And I, I, I think I saved up 200 bucks and I bought a one-way ticket. I, I did a, a semester of French in university. And then I thought I knew everything and I got in a plane. And when I got off the plane, I was like, oh, my fucking God. I don't. I think we're in the wrong country because uh, yeah. I didn't understand a word. But um, I, I'd stuck with it, and I sold brownies, and I sang on the sidewalk, and that was hard for a while. And then I finally got married to a musician boyfriend of mine, and then like from one day to the, the next, everything had changed. You know, because I was legal, because I had certainly come over here without thinking that I might need some kind of legal paperwork i didn't think of that did i um and um and then um i just started working as a singer and a dancer and i've been doing that ever since i've been here which has been you know uh, quite a number of years and then i because i it's been quite a number of years i thought that i was you know the, the 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 demands and the and the the invitations to do shows and to audition and everything they were becoming less and less frequent and i would just thought okay well that's it um I guess my time's up. It's I've had my day, and I I've got this very good friend of mine who is uh, the director, the resident director of Phantom of the Opera on the West End, and he came over oh. with his husband um, wow. one weekend and to hear me sing, and they invited me out to go cabaret with them the next night, and and I we were going to this cabaret called the Manco. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's just. Like that. I, and I said to him, I said, Mark, I said, I don't what I've never heard of this cabaret before. I said, What is it? And he said, Oh my God, Christine. And um, and he said, It it's it's a cross between the crazy horse and the Cirque du Soleil and Disneyland for adults. And I went, Wow! I said, Why haven't I heard of this place? And they went, Oh my god. And then he grabbed my shoulder and and he his eyes popped out of his head, and I could see his wheels turning, and I went, Oh no. I said, what are you thinking? And he went, we've got to get you in there, darling. We've got to get you in there. And I said, honey, Mark, honey, darling, honey, you just told me it was a, a mix of crazy horse and de soleil. I said, look at these old bones. This is a, this is an old bag here. And he said, no, no, darling, we'll do something age appropriate. And I went, "Oh, okay." Oh. And I thought, "Well, girl, stop. Put your put your friggin' ego in the back pocket. This is Mark hedges, the the resident director of Phantom of the Opera in London. If you're anything will be great." And so I mm-hmm. I worked up a couple songs for him, and he invited me over to London to rehearse. As I was working on the songs, I just thought, "Damn, I can't go over to London and just like stand there and sing a song i've got to i've got to figure out something to do with these songs so i found the choreography which was bob Fosse choreography for these two songs mm-hmm. and i learned that so when i got over there i was i had i was armed with some choreography and do you want to see the me dance and he went his eyebrows raised he said do you dance and i said well i, I can, move. I can <laughs> do
0: you dance i
2: can and he's, I said, I can move. I, I, can move. It, I can shake my tail feather. And so he said, well, let's see it. It's interesting that you said so,
1: armed with these moves. Like that for you, this performance, that you were going into battle.
2: <laughs> well,
1: I kind of <laughs> was. Of I
2: Arthur was really stage. nervous. But I was really nervous because this guy <laughs> has been a friend of mine for a few years now. And and he's, abs- he's absolutely lovely, as is his, his husband. But they didn't know me as a performer, and I didn't want to put them in a position where where they thought that they you know they had to say be nice because I'm their friend you know mm. if I if I wasn't good you know that that can get mm. kind of tricky That's you know true. when yeah, you are like you, here's my spirit
0: that... fingers my Bob Fosse spirit
3: exactly.
2: fingers <laughs> exactly. five six seven eight pippin
0: you got jazz to hands I oh, know jazz hands I
2: can do jazz hands yeah, yeah
0: like
3: <laughs>
2: I can really Sha-cha. do jazz hands uh-huh. What's, what's, the, what's the song?
0: I'm thinking of like <laughs> I'm thinking of a uh, um, swish. Uh,
2: oh, yes. oh, oh, yeah, uh, jailhouse, jailhouse, Jailhouse Tango. Delicious. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
2: Yes, that's yeah. such a great song. Yeah.
0: So what happened um, after that?
2: So I did I did my little cabaret number and the chair and and then he pulled up a chair and straddled and he said, "Okay, we got to talk about this." And I went, "Oh fuck, he's going to divorce me already." and he said i didn't i didn't realize you could move and so we're going to rethink this he said what i want to drop the idea of doing something age appropriate i think i want to explore you becoming a drag queen and i just went i threw my hands up and i went hallelujah past the peas oh my god i can't wait oh my and so we developed this character he's really busy so he's not on board as much as he was at the beginning and I'm carrying it forward and thank and it, it all came on a dare you know on his part wow. and thank God because I'm having such a great time with this this girl and um <laughs> and and I've got so many see. wonderful people rallied around that have become part of the team and everything and um, it's just it's fabulous it's absolutely fa- it's so liberating it's so liberating
0: yeah, I have to say, so um, if any of the Queenettes out there or anybody who's listening has not seen Taki's uh, Instagram account, but look up Tacky underscore Watanga, W A T A N J G G A G A -A yeah. Yeah. So Taki has is a very. I feel like you're a Amanda Lepore incarnate almost. Do you know Amanda Lepore?
2: (laughs) I yes, I do. Somebody else has has compared Taki to Amanda. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, baby Amanda Lepore is a very famous uh, trans person that was very big in the time period of the mid '90s as a club kid, and then became this prominent underground club. Promoter, scene stealer type of person, and she has a, a this over the top Marilyn Monroe body. blonde hair body thing. Yeah. So, Tacky, I feel like you are somewhat related to Amanda Lepore. So,
2: wow. <laughs> Wow, that's a that's an incredible compliment. Wow!
0: But you said, how long have you been a tacky for?
2: Well, honey, here's the thing. Um, I auditioned for this really, really famous gay, uh, trans, uh, LGBTQ cabaret um, called Cabaret Madame Artur um, that does these incredible shows with queens and everything. And well, they call they don't they don't refer to themselves as queens. They call themselves créatures uh, creatures, and. Um, and I went and I I did a long, I mean, a long audition process with them. And I really thought I had gotten in, but it, it turned out that I didn't make the cut at the end. And um so, but that was a long process that went from September 2019 to January 2020. Because, you know, after six months of auditioning, I was kind of thinking that it was going to happen. And so I had to reset um you know my my roadmap and I finally got myself together to do a show to put up a showcase which happened to be on the 14th of March Mm. which was I don't know if you remember or if you're aware but that was the night that uh Paris got and France got locked down yeah and I wasn't even aware of it um because I had a and I had a potential backer that had said to me you know I really would appreciate it in order to pitch this to to potential buyers. If you document everything you possibly could, can. So there was this woman that had come to my house and was watching me put on my makeup and everything, who was filming me. And, you know, we had the music on and everything. And we were drinking champagne before we walked down to the club. I didn't I wasn't aware of anything. I mean, I knew that the, the big theaters had closed up three or four days prior Mm. Um, and I knew that you know we could you could smell something in the air something was coming but we just didn't know what you know so I walked down and my one of my best friends from who had flown in from Berlin especially to see the showcase was doing the sound that night and he was out on the terrace of this of the club and he was smoking a cigarette and he saw you know me come with my pink hair and he went (sighs) baby he said Do you know what's going to happen tonight at midnight? And I went, no, what's going to happen tonight at midnight? What, what, what? And he said, the fucking whole of France is is shutting down. And I went, really? And he said, girl, you got to get in there and do something. And I thought, oh, my God, nobody's going to come. Nobody's going to come. You know, everybody's going to be frightened and nobody's going to come. So I thought, you know what, it's all right. I'm going to because I had already planned to do a Facebook live and an Instagram live. And I thought, even if I have nobody in the in the club, I'll do that. And I'll just, you know, I'll just have an audience, a, a virtual audience. And there were a few of my friends that showed up. And then all of a sudden, this guy came in it was like a 20 year old guy you know straight guy <clears throat> that was trying to find a place to house a, a birthday party and he had about 25 people and they said he said do you do you do you have enough room for 25 people so i had this i mean they didn't know what what, what hit them i'm sh- you know cuz here comes this woman of a certain age dressed as a drag queen <laughs> singing these you know these real campy french and some english songs and and they loved it they loved it and it was so fun. Oh cool. <laughs> and I my my dressing room was actually the vestibule of the of the toilet. So Anybody that went to the toilet had to come into my dressing room, you see? So everybody that came in and everybody was drinking heavily that night because, you know, it was like, who in the fuck knows what's going to happen? Are we going to die? Or So people were getting pretty tiddly and like people were falling into my vestibule and, you know. Saying, <laughs> into your toilet. Yeah,
3: into my, my toilet going, oh my God, I can't believe you.
2: Oh my God, I can't believe we found this place. We found you. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god i can't either. <laughs> so basically i i tacky went into lockdown as soon as she she came out and then she went back in mm-hmm. and i've been but i saw all my other friends you know all of my my drag queen friends they were producing things out of their apartment and i was going damn christine why didn't you do damn as soon as we get out of lockdown i'm going down to the Fabric store, and I'm buying. I'm buying theater curtains. I'm going, and I'm going <laughs> to set this up. So I've A got very, this teeny,
0: very, very te- uh, sound of the window. Sound, uh, how very um, sound, sound of music. Of music. Of
2: you. I, know. <laughs> honey, it's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all cultural references, huh? right? No
0: <laughs>
2: and and I've got this teeny, teeny, tiny apartment. I mean, you, you know, you know how the apartments mm-hmm. are in Malmo. Mm-hmm. They're teeny, weeny, tiny things. And basically, I just threw this um, red velvet curtain up across my, you know, my little efficiency kitchen, and that is the shoebox theater now. And I have produced many a video out of the shoebox theater during the past 12 months it but it's been really fun it's been really really fun That's awesome. i do
1: feel now like looking at uh looking at your incredible instagram and facebook the, i mean T- Taky is living her best life absolutely when i first looked at us, i was like oh my gosh, it's Nicki minaj meets sally bowles <laughs>
2: oh my god oh my god the references oh my god oh how funny
0: <laughs> yeah I, I you know what's interesting is that I'm curious where where or when did this name come from you because every drag queen has a little bit of a story of a name and I just all like right yours is.
2: because I wear my heart on my sleeve I'm going to tell you this and I, to to maybe my demise or because you know maybe there might be a person in your public that is going to go ah! um cultural appropriation and I, that is not my gig that is not my gig it wasn't my gig when i chose this name at all and i'll tell you how it came about i i had already chosen the 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 first name Tacky, because I wanted to have something, as mom is a little bit older now, you know, she makes mistakes (laughs) quite often. So I wanted to have space in order to make error, you know, I wanted, in case I forgot, in case something fell off, you know, in case I wet my pants, you know, (laughs) you know, and everything that, you know, seniors have can go through. So, um, so i (laughs) I wanted tacky. I wanted that as a name, my first name. And I wanted something percussive for the last name that was kind of like a bongo drum. So people wouldn't remember it. It was like tacky. I wanted something, but I couldn't come up with a tacky something like I didn't want it African, but I want. But it was, you know, percussive. And Mm. so thinking about it in my private moments. And then all of a sudden, a friend of mine on Facebook posted this meme and it was. And it was it was it was my answer it was it was from the universe i i knew it was and it, the mem said tech it was takiwatanga all attached it's one word takiwatanga is the maori word for autism oh. but even further than that what the real meaning the real definition of takiwatanga is is in one's own time and space and i went that's it that is Ooh. it and i'll oh, cut the that name man. in half I, i've got "taki," my name that i chose. And, and Watonga, which is percussive. That's exactly what I wanted. Oh. And um, so that is how... I chose my name. I have been criticized by a couple drag queens already, or people in the burlesque world, um, for cultural appropriation. That is not my gig. And I'm going to tell you something. I have been diagnosed as autistic, so I'm kind of in the club. Mm. And um, and I work with autistic children. And when Tacky starts making some money, because it's not the case right now, um, that is going to but be it will her, her, yes. her torch. Yeah, that'll be her torch, is um, helping in the artistic um, community. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, and that's, so that's where that that's,
1: comes from. But it's also something that needs to be that, that needs to be explained and also understood because already as a woman in drag some might say that you've already
2: appropriated moved the
1: goalposts to a certain extent. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. 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 Yeah, and I I mean, I I've had some sideways and glances and some shade cast on me. I mean, you know, but Honey, I'm I'm old, and I've just got I've got about 15 minutes, and I'm going to do what what I want. Mama's going to do what she wants for the la- next 15 minutes, and that's the way it's going to be. And I'm I'm sorry if you don't if if it upsets you, but that's just the way it is. And I've got some stuff to say in this in this pink stuff. That's i all. think
0: there's something that so i'm an older i'm not older older but by drag queen terms i'm 40 so i think i'm an older drag mm-hmm. queen and there is something to be said about of uh, the wisest that comes of the world not being in drag that you apply to your person and plus it's like an evolution anyway and I, as uh, totally it's it's um so i i had the same thing when i first saw who you were i was like who is this woman in drag? How dare they? This is like whatever. And <laughs> I have to say, there is a little bit of stigma that comes with it. And plus, there's uh-huh. a cachet with being in drag that just like you're performing. Because usually you think of a woman, if they're going to be in drag, they're going to be a drag king. But it is a mm-hmm. costume that you yeah. put on that you have a. Here,
2: I don't know. Oh, baby, if
0: it's you me. just got really loud all of a sudden. I'm not sure why. Oh, just, I- I'm just... loud and proud. I mean, am I normally too loud and proud? Now you're like super loud. So I don't know if there's a way you can turn that down. Hey. I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, girl. I- I'm
1: going down. I'm going down.
0: You're just like, like did, you push, bad. did you push your boobs
1: up or something? They're just like... I, I, I do. So I'm wearing, okay. I in no, in fairness, in preparation for future um for future casts, I'm wearing my corset, okay? Oh, so I've got like man. a rib up my asshole at this point. <laughs> um <Yes>. it's making <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult to sit down in one of these things so maybe it's my corset like to be honest there's nipples everywhere I'm, I'm just in a state of exploration because you know what I'm gonna say this now I put on so many pounds that the corset wasn't really doing its job uh, so now I've lost weight I'm putting my corsets back on again I'm just I mean there's things coming out of places where things didn't come out before and there's things poking up and in and around places that i never knew existed so i'm sorry if the boobs are misbehaving but i mean they're just gonna have to do that until they settle down <laughs> so,
0: i'm like i'm gonna have to end the show this so watch out darling so i'm like ah, you, your boobs I'm and you get yourself saying. a room okay get yourself another room turn on the sound the so i was are, like I'll the, 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 it. the
1: girls are in a state <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry about that rant there that's Be- what it's all about so tacky BB ta- tacky baby baby's been trying to like um get me to get double d boobs and i'm like no i like my 36b but i'm also kind of like maybe i should evolve myself in some way to getting bigger boobs. seriously like the rest of you tell him. Oh, now
2: Tell me to get out. the beautiful boobs Yeah, well, you get the beautiful, but, but hang on, don't don't get those heavy ones. Oh yeah, get the light ones.
0: Yeah,
1: okay, get the okay. light
2: oh, ones What does that mean? What are light boobs? Well, <laughs> I socks socks. Not not because I made the mistake of um get buying buying buyin boobs. You know, like those, the the breastplate. You mean? Yeah, yeah, and I I I started dancing around with those, and I knew that they were going to start flying, and I just went, uh-huh. no, that I can't do this. Um, mm. they're, they're really heavy. They're really, really heavy.
0: Oh my gosh. And I mean, yeah. I can just
2: imagine if you, if you start doing flips or something, it's like, okay, I lost a baby. I lost a baby. I don't know where it went. Or an eye. in the across. <laughs> or an eye yeah. or somebody lost an eye
0: <laughs> you just like yeah. push over people on the subway just boom
2: <laughs> boom <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> yeah I've I haven't invested in, I have not invested in breastplate I feel like they are a little I don't like that like line that you can see and I don't want to put jewelry there because I, I tend to be a delicate yeah. I like my shoulders to be clean and Aww. clear so anyway but um, yes. but I love your story about your your name I think it, there's always something that's behind someone's name that tends to resonate let's put it that way and also have a, have a, a impactful vibe. So, like when I think of DD, which is my name, it's actually Diamond D. Do is the whole name. So, diamonds are hard wow. and do is soft. And the, <laughs> the Y actually, like Diamond D, if you put diamond with the Y out of it, it means Stephen in shorthand. So, it's like my name is kind of already linked in my, oh, my profile.
2: Wow. Mm. Oh, yeah. clever. And also, Very like my. clever.
0: Yeah, my last name's Dunford. So, there's two D's. So, it's Diamond D. Do. Yeah. This friend just said, DD DD, and I was like, okay, that works. And just said DD from there. Wow. I was like, so I was just say, and so if someone calls me DD in or out of drag, it doesn't really mean I'm a man or a woman. It just means I'm DD. It really does have a, 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 a impactful vibe of who you are, and you can own it a different way versus sometimes your given name.
2: Definitely, definitely. definitely. And
0: plus, Stephen means crown, yeah. wow. and so I'm Diamond Doo is like the crown. I'm the crown, and the jewel is like in it.
2: Crown jewel.
0: Yeah. So, hmm. Cr- I now, to- do,
2: do, do you talk? Do you yeah, tuck? Okay. Do you do you do you do an extreme tuck?
0: No, I do not actually. I have pretty okay. sizable balls, and they're sensitive, so I, <laughs> tend to, uh, I tend to like make sure that they are comfortable-ish. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. So there's there's more than one there's more than one way of skinning a cat. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, I appreciate people who really tuck the crap out of their balls, but I also would uh-huh. love to. Um, Utilize them in the future <laughs> for that future is. development. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I will pad and push down and make sure they're really tight and smooth. But I, I find that when I'm walking in heels and the headdress is on and everything's going on, it they just – everything's so painful that I'm just not in the mood to keep it like that. And I want to go to the bathroom. I I tend to pee a lot as well. So I'm like a whole big show, which is why when people, um, when you said that you were in a toilet changing, that's such a drag thing to change in a toilet. But it's also like, I need to tuck. I need to go to the bathroom. Get out. And that's like very, that's like a very um, (laughs) sensitive (laughs) process for me. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah. Intimate. Is it a transformative process? So is there a, a moment where you go from being your masculine everyday regular beautiful Joe and then you go through the act and the the pain and the passage of Tucking, be it extreme or not, and then through that pain, you're sort of born and emerge as your
0: DD. Well, Tacky, maybe you should answer this question.
2: I, I, I've never, I've never, I've never had to tuck actually, so I don't, I don't know the answer to that. So yeah, you, I... that's our biggest advantage. I mean... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just
0: just gonna, one. I'm just just gonna, one advantage. A
2: little yeah. Just a little wet spot.
0: I know. And just the shoes. Lot. You get to wear any shoes you want in the world. Let's put it that way. Any heels exactly. you want. Uh, um, yeah. Uh I I reason why I'm directing this to Tacky is because I feel like women have balls too. It's just a different way. You have your boobs. But um yes, there is a transformative (laughs) process for moi anyway. I feel like there's a bit of a um it's not a release or anything. It's just to like, all right, the show is on and then it's like Mm. the show is gonna be like this. And I actually people have told me when I'm in drag, which I tacky, you can when I'm done with speaking about this, there is a bit of a there's your show. It, it just comes out in a way that's different from when I'm just Stephen sitting here with my ring on my finger pretending like I'm something, you know?
1: Yeah, that's uh-huh. what I wanted to ask, actually, Tacky. Um, so as you're creating your your persona, is uh, the embodiment of Tacky allowing you to access a sort of more hidden, flamboyant part of yourself? or Because you said you're quite a quiet person in, in daily
2: life. Or is it simply uh, a performance per se? Um, it, that's a really good question because the, what I did do during the lockdown, of the first confinement, was um, I had um, I was coached by a, 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 an incredible woman who's. Um, whose name is Lee Long. She's another American living outside of Paris here that um, is very, very uh, well-known for her clown work. Um, she's an actor. Mm. She's also a director. But she does a lot of a lot of clown work and directs a lot of show one-woman-and-one-man shows for people that are mostly clown. Um, so that was really, really interesting. She helped me build the character. We went from, I think, April to... Uh, the end of July, working on the character. So, basically, when I once I walk out of my apartment, if I'm if I'm in in drag, in in character, then I I put on. I've got Taki has a voice. She has a lisp. She has an accent, and we don't and we don't know if it's from Bulgaria or Spain. <laughs> um, and
0: Go for um, it. Go for she, it for a minute. Put it on for a minute.
3: <laughs> um, Taki talks like this, and sometimes she does science projects. And some and she's, and sometimes she doesn't know what she's talking about at all, but sometimes she wants to <sighs> talk about the person she loves, and it's it's a football player that really a famous football player called Julio Iglesias. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't want anybody to to, to let him know, but Ew. she really has a big crush on Julio, Julio Iglesias.
0: Is Julio Iglesias a singer?
3: <laughs> no, he's a football player. <laughs>
0: I keep thinking of the heck is father. No. Yeah, that's the that's the joke. I oh, I'm like, what? Oh, but okay. She doesn't.
3: She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't care. 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 <laughs>
0: Oh, Tacky likes to kick around a few balls, huh? Hmm.
3: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. She loves everybody, and everybody should love everybody too. Everybody Ooh. should love everybody.
0: Yes. Ooh. All right, back to normal. <laughs> <Goodness>.
3: Love <laughs> it. Oh
2: my gosh. <laughs> Divine. <laughs> so so basically, so basically, yeah, I, when she goes out, that's how that's how she is. And 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 you know, I've I've made mm. a pact with, with the, the director and she said, do not ever— ever go into you when you're when your dress is tacky. So so it, it is it is a performance. It really is. And and I, I swear, I mean, I'm sure you, I'm sure Didi, you you've got the same thing going. As soon as you there must be one element of your drag that that goes ting. It's like the magic wand and mm-hmm. it just goes ting. I give you full power. You're full throttle now. You can do anything. And that and that's what it is. As soon as I put those blue eyebrows on, I am I can do it.
0: Oh, anything. is that your thing that anything. makes it happen? It's so interesting. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so I'm actually changing my look a little bit. I'm going to... I just got myself uh-huh. my first ever red wig. I usually tend to have... <gasps> I usually tend to have blonde and I've had a red wig before that's short and cropped, but I bought yeah. myself a pair of green contacts and I also bought myself a red wig. Ooh. And I'm sorta of changing Ooh. my look to be a little bit more of a um Celtic vibe to it and more spiritual. You sound like
2: Jolene. I'm you Jolene. sound like you're gonna be a new the next oh my Jolene. God.
0: Oh, I love that. I well, because blonde <laughs> is super fabulous and I would totally wear it again. But for some odd reason, I was just like, but my spiritual deity that I tend to love, my my goddess who I tend to go toward is like this redheaded, fa- like total fabulous woman. So I'm like, let's go toward that and see yeah. where it goes. Because it is evolution. It's an evolution. You can't just wake up sometimes. Well, for me anyway, wake up and just be a blonde dominatrix or blonde whatever or whoever you want to be so so i i think there's a bit but i did say i do i will say that before that though there's a point in time when i put on my eyelashes and i just uh-huh. flick them a little bit and i'm like there you are that's Stevie.
2: Aha. Uh-huh.
0: It's like just the I The
2: magic wand moment. Yeah, yeah. there's there there is there's something, there's one thing, there's there's a little click that happens and mm-hmm. then it's just you're ready. And you can you can have your you can have your high heels in your hands, but you're ready.
3: Yep.
0: You're ready. Yep. And it's it's like uh then I walk out the door and even if I don't have my heels on or if I my hair's a little flat or whatever, I can still kind of toss my hair and just be like yeah. I'm ready to go. That it's like a flower, you know, you want to make sure the flowers are um, Make sure the flowers unfold. express. Yeah, they unfold and express yes. themselves.
2: So exactly. you said you're
0: blue. You said you're blue.
2: I've got blue eyebrows. Yes. Where did that? And come where
1: from? does Taki get her costumes from? Because they are superb. I mean, it's like a rhinestone celebration going on. I love it. I
2: get them from China. Yeah, I get them. I get them all in China. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Yeah. Okay. So,
2: see, you know, I, I've told my secret. I've told my secret. Oh no!
1: It's, it's well,
2: like, I can ship <laughs> them over for you. Oh. I'll be your. <laughs> well, I'll, will be they your get here dealer? any faster? <laughs> because God, I mean, seriously, when when I when I see something that I want, I mean, I, it's like okay. Are, girl, are you going to wait for that like you did the last time? Because, it, I mean, it, as it as it will happen, you go, OK, am gonna, i I've got the, this is a great costume for the next gig that I have, which is in two months. It's yeah. going to get here. It'll get here. It'll get here. I'm sure it'll get here. And God dang it. Every time I do that, I do the gig. The costume's not here, so I've got to fall back on something else. And you can bet your bottom dollar the day after the gig the costume gets here. <laughs> it happens like, it happens that t- way all the time, all the time. So, um, so. If well,
1: you, could, if you could, I will you could, be. I will fast. be your point d'expres definitely in China.
2: <laughs> okay. yeah. Point. Using using honey. all my sneaky
1: contacts. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 I I also love the idea of all these wonderful costumes just coming to my house and the delivery man <laughs> looking at me taking them. He'll be like, um.
2: Is this going to fit around your lower calf? (laughs) But the thing is, the Chinese are really, really, really amazing that that way. Because I've got this like, I'm sure you've seen it in one of the photos. I've got this amazing green, I call it the lettuce dress. The, it's just yes, it's, it's old, superb. Know, motherfucking wow. train on on the back of it and everything, and it—I swear to God, no, I'm 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 exaggerating a little bit, but it came. I was going to say a pill box, but no, it didn't come. But it came in like a cake box. Okay, mm. okay, mm. a cake box. It was that big. It was like a little teeny cake. And when I started ripping that thing open, my God, I felt like the Grim Rob had just come into my apartment, and it just it overtook the whole thing. I gotta sleep with that thing now. I have nowhere to put it. I sleep with it. It's like it just does this like it's like a weeping willow that I sleep with all, all night and it's
1: become your it's, bed. I, it's it's enough padding. <laughs>
2: Exactly. (laughs) And you can never get it back into the cake box. It's never, it won't won't ever fit back in that thing.
0: (laughs) Well, well, all right. So wait, back to your eyebrows though. What made you decide to go with blue eyebrows as your thing?
2: Uh, Well, again, um, I've got, I've got wonderful people that I'm working with and the other half of tacky, which is the backstage half is a wonderful, Oh, she's my, she's my heart. Her name's Millie. Um, She's Mm. a Brazilian girl. She's a professional makeup artist and, um, a hair cutter or hair stylist, um, that works here in Paris. And we did a lot of, um, makeup tries, lesson, um, you know, little, little tries. And we came up with that. Um, it was her suggestion and I just went, Oh my God, this is fabulous. Um, wow. we tried red at one point. Um, the red works sometimes it depends on the costume but um the blue i really i really really i dig yeah and like i said it's it's as soon as those those babies get on me it's like she's here
0: She's, here. <laughs> she's here. shaki and her green dress and blue eyebrows is in the building oh. She's
3: in the building and she's going to come out she's going to make noise yes
0: <laughs> I know you I, don't give away all your secrets, girl. It's just because you got your outfit in okay. China doesn't mean it's bad. I'm like,
2: <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, but um, but no, but China's got some really cool things, huh? And when when mom's mm. on a budget, you know, I mean, goodness gracious, you can't make ah. you can't make the those costumes for what they I buy them for.
0: Do you sew it all, Taki? Do you make your own clothes?
2: I do, I do, but I get really really impatient um, mm. because. Um, yeah, because what I really want to sew is things I can't sew. I'm basic. It really frustrates me because I, I, you know, I've got like it's 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 like the it's like the cat that looks in the mirror and sees the lion, and oh. and that's just just it's just not <laughs> it. it's not. As,
0: well, you're can, a lion, can, baby. Be a lion.
2: I can I can hem I can hem well. How about that? Uh, and darn socks, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't I can't do ruffles and all that shit. Man. Nah.
0: Yeah, it's all <laughs> good. But usually I find things that kind of have a bit of a... a a bunch of meanings behind it. For instance, like gay pride coming up, which we're going to talk about, Uh but gay pride, I'm thinking of making this kind of floral, like extravaganza type dress and all the flowers have a meaning on it. Like for instance, um, means pride and lily means purity and a heliotropion means eternal love. And then Holly means foresight. And I'm having this idea of like making it more. Yeah. So it has like a bunch of words behind it. So yeah. Do you find that what you do in drag has any kind of depth or meaning in it? Or? Yes.
2: Yes. I I I, I mean I, without sounding naff. Um I love that word. <clears throat> Maybe you know that word. Algebra. I, I like, very right? very sounding, British. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, 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 so But without sounding too naff. I mean seriously, that that's the message that um that tacky is all about and um I've got this wonderful person this wonderful friend of mine, <clears throat> who I write songs with, that's uh, that's um, that lives in the south still, mm-hmm. and basically all the songs that we've written together are about about love, you know, and about helping each other. And and I yeah, again, I don't want it to sound because it does sound laugh as I'm saying it, but I I think especially coming out of what we're coming out of, uh, mm-hmm. I think people really need that message now. I really do more than any more than you know than than even before, and um, and I want to defend that, you know, and that's gonna be my thing, and I you know sometimes I think, mm, am I veering off into like um little kid's land, and you know, hey, maybe i maybe at one point I will veer off, and that'll be you know that'll be mm. um, the direction that tacky takes. I have no idea i hope I hope not because I really do like I like the burlesque part of of performing. And I like, you know, making fun of, of myself, of, of women, of men, of the human race and everything. I love that. And being a little bit naughty. But um, but her main her main message is, is just to love everybody. Yeah.
0: I agree. That's um, a very wonderful way of it putting it out there. After everything we came out of it, there's always something that connects people in a way that's just, besides just being a, a show, Uh yeah that's true Hmm.
1: and uh what is paris doing for for pride this year because obviously we didn't have last year's celebrations no are things looking up have they allowed
2: the uh the march this year or and are you up to anything you know that's a good question i i've i've i'm seeing some um, some friends of mine, you know, that do drag here in Paris. they every and and this has just been in the past couple of days huh? because I think, yeah. you know, they, 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 um, maybe I don't know. Well, I think it's probably even uh, a little bit more, um, a little bit more dire. If, do, do I dare say that in in the UK, where you, you guys might be doing a U turn for the twenty first? Um, but I know, France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But France is, we still don't know what's going on. I mean, you know, mm. yes, on Wednesday, we're going to, the curfew's going to move from nine o'clock until 11 o'clock. And I think other things are going to be opening up. But people, the, the theaters are still not open. All, and, I I know that um, they don't. Up until now, they didn't want any kind of you know big gathering of people. So I don't know the answer to that question in terms of the of the pride um, parade. I know that Mm. different clubs are doing alfresco things here outside because you can't go anywhere. Hmm. So, um, so yeah, there. I, I see some friends of mine that are that are, you know, organizing some things and other clubs that are organizing things outside. So there will be some pride stuff. Oh, great. And, and I, I I, w- I, I was absolutely over the moon. Privileged um, last year because I emceed a pride party, and um, I hope (gasps) that I'm going to get that privilege uh, again this year at this Mm -hmm. wonderful, wonderful cocktail bar called Sister Midnight. That you know, it's they've got their own little group of baby drags, and um, that it's called Mother Midnight, and um, and it's a really, really fun place. Absolutely fabulous fun best cocktails in paris um and i hope that they're going to be doing that again this year because we were about a dozen of us and everybody did a number and um this was last year you said
0: right during lockdown yeah this was
2: last year uh well we came out of lockdown after the first (laughs) confinement at the Uh, end of may and we had the whole summer kind Mm. of sort of semi-normal and then we will lock that down in the middle of october so yeah yeah Interesting. So, yeah, that's how it went down. Yeah. uh, Yeah, In New York
0: City, they had – it was very awesome, actually. I appreciate everything that happened during New York City's uh, lockdown phase. We have a pretty, Mm -hmm. I guess, well-known person now named Governor Cuomo that basically took over everything. You went right. to lockdown, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The brother. Well, the <laughs> those Italian stallions. Ooh.
2: Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> they, got, they, got, they got. They got. They got. some loud mouths. Those brothers. <laughs> Dear lord.
0: <laughs> you know, there's American Italian stallions coming out here, going, "What? Who? It's who's got big started. dick? T- I know. <laughs> so, so.
1: Um, it's so. The Italians are so lucky that something actually rhymes with Italian, which is like masculine and virile. What the hell would they do for the British? Exactly. Like exactly. the British pie dish? Like that no, oh, just yeah. doesn't work.
0: Whimsiest <laughs> British. The whimsical British. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God.
1: Note to self, must find good description for masculine (laughs) British men.
0: I don't know if you know this, but most of the time in America, most people sit there and say this term, or at least they did for 20 years, was like, oh, are they gay? They're like, nah, he's British. It's either you're gay (laughs) or you're British or both. So... (laughs) I'm sure that's in...
1: I'm. Is that not in Sex in the City? I'm sure that's a quote from something.
0: Well, they got it from just being Americans, and gay Americans would say that all the time.
2: <laughs> They've been saying that longer than...
0: than How
2: than funny necessary. is that?
0: So... Oh, <laughs> but anyway, so for, for Pride last year, we had a, it was Black Lives Matter movement was happening. So it was really in full That's right So what they turned the Pride parade into is like a political protest. And it started in Wall Street. And instead of going, what usually happens during Pride is it's like a whole event. And it's like a whole day thing. And it's like a whole, like, go down march here. And it takes a while. This one was uh, actually unsanctioned thing that happened they basically all these groups got together and then protested on that day they had banners out for black lives matter they had banners out for every single thing they care about and being prideful and they all walked up to stonewall up like going from north uh, sorry south to north instead of north to south so they went up to Mm -hmm. from wall street all the way up to stonewall and then they turned the corner and they just hung out in that area and we had a dance party going on and people had masks on fabulous yeah and and oddly enough it was super hot that day and and this, no kidding, it was like a movie scene. It literally downpoured <laughs> at three o'clock in the afternoon. Like, it was a thunderstorm downpour for <gasps> an hour and a half.
3: Oh,
1: wow. It's because you were all dancing wow. up a storm, darling. There Seriously. You, they, you were
0: doing a ray dance. It was freaking amazing and so guess what happened all the gays were out in the street like hot wet (laughs) no t-shirts on dancing in the rain and we literally stopped traffic on 7th avenue because everybody's still moving like the traffic was still normal they stopped on 7th avenue going around us and we're like wow i I was out in the middle of it it was fucking amazing it was absolutely fabulous and and and, and hmm?
2: And it was, and, and, and something, and, and, and miraculously, everything started to, to, to be done in slow motion. So you all got, all of you looked absolutely fabulous. Yeah, it just stopped. Because it was all in slow motion. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it stopped. Like, all of a sudden, it just, it kind of just east off a little bit east off a little bit and then the rain stopped and there was double rainbows that you can see like over oh. manhattan. It was oh my gosh fabulous i was like what is oh this? how
2: fab
0: yeah and the thing about manhattan is that a lot of the things people do in manhattan that are like eating or dining there's some outdoor seating but since people couldn't go inside anymore everything was outdoor seating right. so they blocked off the right. whole um the whole Uh, what's it called, Christopher Street Park area and everybody's just outside having a good time chatting with their masks on and hanging out and just loving loving what was going on and magic it was magic i have magic, to say magic. and this oh, year yeah. for pride in manhattan they're actually going to have a march but it's a little bit of a mix of political slash it's called the gay liberation march and it's starting in bryant park and go down 7th avenue and then it's gonna end, at, end at washington square park which is like uh right next to stonewall and i have a thing it's still going to uh-huh. be off the charts kind of fun because people can go inside now but it's also a bit of a um it's just a really good day to hang out like a really fun time
2: i, I can I can only imagine. I would l- so much love to be there. Oh my gosh! I mean, That's... Bebe's been yeah, a because part you guys of... hmm?
0: Sorry, um, you, can,
2: you can you can actually go in inside places now. In yeah, we've been able
0: to go inside places for a couple months now. It's been great. Oh, it, wow. Like it's low oh. capacity, but it's at least worth it to like just mm. be in and out. Um, Bebe has uh-huh. been to the prides in Paris, and I've actually been to the prides in Paris. And I feel like the prides in Paris were, I would say muted. They're just kind of like having a good time hanging out, whereas in New York is like, wow! We're having a good time. We're just like everywhere. People are feeling good, and just it just it's a really great celebration. Let's put it that way.
1: I feel oh, like wow. over the years, the pride in Paris has got more more muted. Mm-hmm. Um, the the first more one more I went time. to was probably in two thousand and like two thousand ten was my first Pride. Mm-hmm. That was an absolute yeah. rave. We got absolutely off our faces on Paul Remy, peach flavoured, <laughs> I'll have you know. <laughs> one, one euro fifty a bottle, can't get better than that. <laughs> and it was a really long walk. Um, We had to go from the Tour Montparnasse all the way down and then we ended up finishing at République.
0: Oh my God, that's um, a
1: lot. Uh, yeah, so obviously that that's like five bottles of porn. We would just dive into the closest supermarket and grab some more. I was like, please, oh you know, just pulling cash out my various bras. <laughs> um, and <laughs> we, it, it, obviously, the, it. And the, you know, the carts are going on. There was real music. There's just condoms flying right, left and center. Um, and then finally uh, I got to... Uh, Place I, was, I was, to use a British play, phrase, flipping legless by this point, um, <laughs> only to get uh, smacked on the face by a lesbian with a dildo because I was looking sideways at her girlfriend, at which point a sort uh... of dildo-induced scuffle began and I was <laughs> arrested for gyrating up and down a riot policeman's shield. Um <laughs> <Amazing>. the, the, <laughs> because I'm sort of like a female version of um uh I would say Roger Rabbit, um, they were just like, oh, she's not really a danger, is she? Uh, so they just put me out <laughs> to sober up in the back of their van um, where I started s- just Ooh, randomly God. singing uh, "Son patique with the oh. driver of this riot bus um, until I was able to walk home. It was a beautiful moment. On the other hand, over the years, I felt that it's become, maybe it's because my taste in wine has got more expensive. Now I'm like (laughs) 150, I don't know. I can push to like three euros a bottle. Maybe it's because of that. Um, that, But I have found that they've become less sort of energetic and it may well be because of the terrorism attacks in 2015 and that it's had a big impact on crowd control and management in France. Mm. But I do feel that... that Yeah, when I look at Pride in New York and I see pictures or... Actually, I saw Pride in Toronto, I think, pictures last year. And I mean, that was just... It was like Teletubbies on crack, uh, feeling (laughs) the love. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. Oh, my God. And I was like, yeah, we definitely don't have that in Paris. It's definitely not as as lively and bouncy. So, come on. I think, Taki, this year... Party on you! I'll,
2: I'll, yeah, I'll pull out my baton and my, my, my absolutely my boots. Yeah. So how, how long have I've you,
0: Taki? How long have you been celebrating Pride for? Like, in, what's your experience? Oh in goodness,
2: Paris? Um, I've done. I've have d- only done a couple. Um, and and I've and it's been the I did I did one back in two thousand eight or nine, and then one in two thousand eleven, and then I did. It must have been 2019, huh? Because uh, mm, it, was, yeah. it was it was so fucking hot, man. It was like w- yeah, heat wave. And I, I think I I got a bit ill. I I I can't had to come home because I was mm. drinking a little bit as well. And I just I I kind of wandered away from the group and just found myself in bed and I, I wasn't good. I mean, I think I had a heat stroke actually. Oh my gosh! Mm. Yeah. It was bad. It was, it was was really hot. I mean, really hot. It was like, Mm. what's what's the equivalent of, it was like 38 degrees. Yeah. What's that? 110? So it's nine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we have. It's usually hot here too on that day, so I understand completely. That's why I tend to wear less clothes, and like I mean, everybody's wearing less clothes. But when you're wearing a, wearing a wig, it's like ah, so yeah. I
2: get it. I get nothing it. comes. Yeah, it all, yeah, the you, you you stay hot. Yeah, with the wig yeah. on. That's for and sure. When
0: you're tucked and you're hot and you're whatever, that's why people ask me if I'm tucked <laughs> during Pride. I'm like, no. Why would I want to be fucking hot and tucked during Pride?
2: Goosey, Yeah.
0: I have like eight, you're eight inch heels on. all the way. Yeah, right? I have eight inch heels on and I have a wig and I'm tucked and it's like 105 degrees outside. I'm like, no.
2: And you got to so. pee every once in a while. And, yeah. you know, you got to be free to pee. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I sure. usually have a waist cincher on. So I'm like, forget this shit. I'm like, Ooh. no. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> the spanks are on. Is there any the oh, so is, is there any like so what, this year you're not sure about what you're up to but is there any kind of like moments that you'd love to see happen this year that you're like looking forward to sh- showcasing and Tacky's, like coming out?
2: Um I yes, I want I just want to take over the world actually. I want Tacky to take <laughs> over the world. I mean I no, I mean I you know, I say that with all all the humility in the whole wide world. Um wow, fabulous. but I I do I, I'm what, what's, what's really, what, and this just happened yesterday. Uh, and I found this on Instagram. I, I'm, I guess you're aware of the cabaret Michou yes. being oh, yes. like was the oldest gay yes. cabaret in Paris. And he died in <gasps> January of 2019. Yeah. 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 And, um, okay. Oh that was, that was an amazing thing. And, you know, cause he was a real f- fixture of this neighborhood. And, mm. and I actually peddled tacky to, To them, and of course, said they. You know, they went. No, darling, there are no women that get on the (laughs) stage. And I went. Oh, Oh. okay, all right. So you know, fair enough. Blah 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 blah. Well, he died, and apparently, Mm. allegedly, allegedly, in his will, he said in his will he did not want it. The cabaret to continue after his death. And I think it it is his sister and some. I think it's his his sister or his or his niece or something that has that has the 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 club and and stuff and i think at the beginning because i talked to one of the artists they were just going to honor all the reservations that they had up until Mm -hmm. the time he died and they were and then it was going to close well apparently not because yesterday i found an advertisement on instagram where it's a they're 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 holding auditions for um michu and they're inviting they're inviting girls so I have postulated yes I have postulated so I would I you know if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen and I'll be absolutely Mm. fine I'll do my own thing Um, but I would love to be the first woman to be up on that stage oh my god go for it yeah Paris is missing a treasure if they don't I know it absolutely
0: I love
2: that yeah and um and I you know I think it's I don't know how it would work because their 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 stick in that club is is more um uh they do, they do, um, they do numbers on, you know, like big stars like Barbra Streisand. There's, there's, you know, there's a group that is really, really, uh, that's his specialty, and he does Streisand. And then there's another one that does Celine Dion and everything. It's all playback, it's all lip sync. And I, but I think, you know, if if they're changing, if they're already changing their politic, um, you know, to letting girls come in for the auditions, then I, why wouldn't they change, you know, shake it up a little bit more and do something else? I don't know, I don't know. Um, I, yeah it would be interesting to see um yeah say the politic behind it i mean i
1: suppose perhaps because le michu is such a a real cultural icon in paris mm-hmm, maybe they've mm-hmm. sort of continue continuing on in name only having a sort of uh, leaving behind his vision but carrying on with the name and developing it as a cultural phenomenon rather than a personality yeah. phenomenon. Mm.
2: And and perhaps that's that's how they're getting around, you know, not mm. honoring quote unquote his last will and testament. It's mm. maybe they're, you know, going to they're going to spin on a totally different, you know, record um you know and which I think is absolutely fabulous, you know, to continue the the te- in the temple but you know but just fluff mm. it up a bit i think that's absolutely fabulous when i when i fell upon this this ad i just went wow okay now you know okay this is mm. this is it, it made me smile you know it really did because you know 18 months ago it was mm-mm. no girls mm. no, there's not no women do not get on the stage
0: yeah i, I, I kind this of changing. find it's a bit bit um sad to hear that i didn't really think that would be the way the the case um i I guess you know there's a lot of people who tend to do drag kings when they're women of course and that's where they Uh i think they're thinking about maybe a little bit more but i know that michu is an establishment that i don't think there's anything like that in paris i I don't believe there's anything quite like that unless you're a part of like maybe i don't know i don't even know if there's a drag performance a part of um uh the moulin rouge I don't. I don't think there's even something like that in the Milan Rouge. But no, there's not. No, no. Also, no. Um, Taki, you have a lot of references that we just gave you, so you can always pull people. You have like a Marlene Dietrich thing you can do. You have also a, um, as you said, uh, someone from like a Zsa Zsa Gabor type of deal. You have like a right. whole bunch of different people you can reference if they need you to do characters. That's like probably yes. what they want. I personally yes. love when people do characters. I think it's fun, but I don't actually always love it. I think it's great in theory and when I watch it once, but there's always something wonderful when someone just performs a new, a fresh and a new.
2: Yeah. yeah. So. And their yeah, own I, I
1: material totally really as well. Yeah. Definitely. Because I mean, you, you said you are writing songs. What sort of thematics do you write your songs on?
2: Um, Little bugs that I meet at the beach That fly into my mouth And I eat them But they fell in love with me And then I ate them instead Um, So you can see how I could be going down The the Sesame Street path I I was thinking You and Taylor
1: Swift have got so much in common Right Totally
3: uh, yes. Oh man, oh la la. Oh my goodness.
0: Taylor Swift, a oh, great lady. Uh, Taylor Swift, oh,
2: God love her.
0: She's such a beauty. Good for you, Taylor oh, yeah. Swift. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do an episode, actually. Baby and I are going to do an episode on commercialism and LGBTQ coming up in the future. So it'd be interesting to see what they have advertised in the world of Paris as far as LGBTQ people are concerned.
1: I would say that for me, um, when, I, uh, when Didi first proposed to me doing this interview and I was looking on your Instagram and going like, oh my gosh, fabulous, love it. I was like, Aww. but wait a moment. I was like, is Taki a feminine persona? And then when you started talking, I'm not going to lie, I was like, oh, my gosh, she's a woman. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Honestly, I was expecting, like, I don't know, James L.
2: Jones' voice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Wait a minute! Because I've been watching. Do you mean do you mean today what, uh, for this interview, or do you mean
1: the? Oh my no, goodness! No, I've been looking at. I've been watching your videos and being like, "Oh my gosh, she's an amazing singer, fabulous! She's gorgeous, she's wonderful." I was really having a moment, and then I showed my dad, and then I showed my grandma, and I was like, "I'm going to meet this person," um but I still <laughs> had it in 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 my mind that you were a drag queen in the traditional oh. sense. Oh, I so... love <laughs> you. <laughs> so i was really quite quite shocked um, but i would like to say as a as a woman doing drag um what was the what was the idea behind it because obviously when you have um uh guys doing drag there is that sort of transformative process uh, sort of gender a uh, gender transformative process process a personality transformative process but for a woman doing it this uh to a certain extent a, a completely different level and different motivation so what was the process that made you think okay drag and breaking into
2: that culture oh oh god that's uh, that there's a lot of parts to that question huh
0: there is um, yeah <laughs> this is my thought process <laughs>
2: Okay. I'm like we have only five That's minutes fine. here,
0: darling. Five like,
2: so <laughs> <I know, laughs> I, Wow. I think I just I, I you know I was going with I mean to be honest um, I never. I never even thought of drag. I mean seriously, I never yeah. even thought of it, entertained the idea of it until Mark Hedges, this the the resident director of Phantom, mm. said to me, yeah. Let's do drag. And it's when he Interesting. said that, I went, it was like a rainbow exploded in my head and I went, Oh my God. <laughs> it was like he was authorizing me to do something, to step out of myself and do yeah. something, and it was so exciting. Just that suggestion was so exciting. I and I had absolutely no idea where we were going with it. I but I, I mm. wanted to go with it. I, Amazing. And I trusted him emphatically. And I think what now now because I've got you know some waters under the bridge, and she's I've been out, and you know I've 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 done some work on the character with you know Lee DeLong and. Um, and, you know, and she's really taken a shape and she's got her she has her own persona. Um, I I think I'm I'm starting to consider her more as a magical creature than a drag creature. Mm. Mm. Um,
3: yeah.
2: It's going it's going more towards that. Um, but having said that, when when I'm in when I'm in tacky, there are I have been a lot of men who obviously get excited about the fact that guys dress up in drag have have really been on to me and they really think that I'm they think I'm a transsexual They don't think I'm a, yes they think I'm a transsexual and I've had that I even had that before who was the guy the author that wrote um that movie that um Al Pacino was in about right robbing the bank for it to get 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 his um lover a sex change what was that cruising no, no, oh, no, no. It's uh, no, no. It's not the guy that wrote that screenplay and wrote the book because it was a book and and, and mm. it was a true story. I think it was his was autobiography. Actually, um, mm. I'm met him years ago in a in a gay bar here in, in Paris and he was convinced that I was a trans he was convinced <laughs> and I had I had oh absolutely God. no drag make drag makeup on at all
0: but I'm, I'm <laughs> so kind
2: <laughs> jeez yeah I know I know and I was like damn well what what's what is it about me that makes you think that but oh well anyway. <laughs> I'll go with that for a minute
0: well do you have any kind of like I know this is crazy but as a when you're not tacky do you feel like you have a masculine vibe I don't know how it feels like for trans people because I don't feel trans, but I—I I don't where's... either.
2: I—I I don't. I don't either. That's 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 such an odd thing, and I and I I'm trying, you know, because I'm I'm getting more involved in in the world, in this mm. world, and everything. So I, I try to open up my blinkers a little bit more as well. But the, yeah, the trans thing is something that um, I, I I don't understand it. I mean, I mm. you know, it, I'm not close to it. I just don't understand and okay it's it's jaw-dropping to me i mean, you know Mm. and and i mean i the people must be so so uncomfortable with how they were born to to have to go through that whole thing i mean that you know you don't choose that you do not choose that no i I don't you know because that is that is a big motherfucking deal huh yeah um
0: there's a lot of um since i do know some trans people now i been asked if i would want to be a woman because of drag and my mm-hmm. i guess my energy is different or whatever it is as a person i also know some people who are gender fluid it feels to me when i'm dd doing a podcast i feel a lot different than i am as steven for me i don't ever feel like there's a construct of what that looks like to be male or female I think right. anything they want, to, anybody can be whatever they want to be when they have that vibe, but there is a lot of work that goes, there is a lot of effort and work to being changing your body structure or changing your physicality,
2: but yeah. the underneath
0: is there, do what you got to do to make that happen.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, hmm. yeah, it's very complex and it's very, it's complex. ever so interesting. I mean, we, we're, we're living in, and I mean, you know, if, if you stay open to it, we're mm. living in such a fantastic and fascinating era you know the um and i just i absolutely adore that because oh my god you know talk about teaching an old dog new tricks you know i you know i see things every day where i just go wow you know 30 years ago this would not this wouldn't be happening and i just i think it's fantastic that people can slide and i mean i mean anybody 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 be it you know be it a man or a woman or a you know or somebody in between and we can we can go through that you know that abacus slide you know really easily now you know if we've chosen you know the the circles that we you know that we we run in yeah you know it's it's relatively easy now whereas you know i, I think of of my gay friends you know back 30 years ago and jesus the the things i had to deal with it was like i can't believe the mm-hmm. i just couldn't believe it you know
0: yeah. When did you
2: move to Paris, by the way?
0: I don't know if I asked you that question.
2: About a hundred years ago. No, I, I moved here 40 years ago. It'll be 40 years in February.
0: Oh, so the stations. So you actually saw it in the 80s and then yeah, which is way different from the way it is now. I believe in yes. the 80s it must have been a, a, a scene. Uh, I, I would not know what it would be like to be in Paris in the 80s, but I know New York was a crazy mess, but still. Well,
2: well it was, it, you know, I felt like when I got here, I felt like I landed in a uh, Le Carre, um movie. Uh-huh. It, was, it was very, it was very. I just remember as being very dark, and it was a lot colder then in the mm. in the mm. time, a lot colder, and I and I was a lot poorer, so it was even more cold because <laughs> I didn't oh, have heat. and um, and um, and I just. I, it just felt like there was always spies around because we were in the Cold War, and you know, and it was Mitterrand, and wow. and the United States thought that, oh, thought yeah. that you know, France was it was it's communist, and you know, it was like, and I don't know, it just it it felt a little bit more, you know, like a movie or a Fabulous. book or something, and it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I mean but it was it was dingy. It was dingy. That's you can create a whole
0: story of Tacky like moving to Paris in the nineteen eighties and being like Cold War up until nineteen nineties where it's burning in hell.
3: Which is easy
0: But uh this, this whole story about that, that sounds fantastic. I love it. Um yeah. so I would say that I'm just gonna round us out now, but all right. Um we're coming up to an, an, uh, 122 minutes. So I'm like,
3: ah! Oh, <laughs> oh my God, it's oh my, God. my right. I, I love, love it. Time. I think it's great. I, think, <laughs> I love it because we're going to keep
0: talking. But it's also like, uh, I just want to be mindful of our time. But all right, baby, is there any more questions you have for Tacky? Or is there, do you want to go into our final notes?
1: I don't. I've been blown away. I've been absolutely blown away. Aww. It's been fabulous
0: wow so all right what we tend to do at the end of this is like what are your final thoughts on pride tacky what are your final thoughts going into this well in this pride month that we're in
2: i again i'm just gonna i'm gonna reiterate what i just said in the last two minutes is i just think i i am so excited it makes me so hold on
0: hold on scratching what's the scratching noise scratching sorry someone's scratching ah
2: okay sorry Um, go ahead go ahead i i just like i iterated in the last two minutes i i just i'm so excited about um the period that we're living in and you know where everybody's rallying together to make a difference in terms of the black lives matter matters which which you know coincides with the whole the whole lgbtq thing um you know i think you know, both of them piggyback absolutely wonderfully on each other, and I just and it's opening up a lot of avenues that are really, really positive, and I'm I'm so happy to be alive and to be um, involved in this in this movement. Really exciting.
0: Yeah, oddly enough, I thought that since we just came out of a pandemic and we're still in it, this is mm-hmm. our cultural event that we're a part of. At one point in time, it was the millennial, like the millennia yes. and then also nine eleven is American kind of phrase. But then, and then also Euro, the Euro came together in like 97, I believe. So 97, mm-hmm. yeah, 97, the millennium, and then, the com- then all of a sudden there's nine eleven and those sort of, collided together in their own feeling. And now we're in our own new different world of what it feels like to come out of a pandemic and be all these different groups the Asian Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ Matter, and the other ones like even Muslim Muslim Lives Matter with with Pakistan and what's happening there. Exactly. We're like, let's care about each other. Let's care about our Earth. Like, let's care about each other and exactly. move past this vibe of what's been controlling us since I don't know what 400 years or more, and make a difference. Yeah. That's why I think it's great. And
2: yeah. And I mean, and, you know, putting the putting the beast to bed, you know, with the with the recent election and everything. And also when you when you, you when you compare this this period to 100 years ago and you with the Spanish flu and, and that what that pandemic did and how they went from that into the roaring twenties. And it was just Mm. a big party. And and there was a lot of, a lot of um, liberation that came out of that as well. You know, the the women wearing shorter dresses and everything. Yeah, And you know, that that was that, that whole 1920s period was so, was so liberal that this is the rebirth of something like that with the intelligence that hopefully we've accumulated. (laughs) I, I, and I, I just hope, and again I don't want to sound naff. I'm not I'm not a naff person, but I really mean this. I just really think that um this whole period was meant for us to just go and and be reflective on really important things like like all these different communities that have never had their voice. And hopefully, you know, that's given that's given us a pause, a good pause and a good reset. Hopefully.
0: Cheers to that, darling. Absolutely. Yes. In Absolutely. true
1: Absolutely. British houses of common style. Here, <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> I
0: love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on, as an American says. Right on.
3: <laughs> right on.
0: <laughs> I love that. So, um, baby, would you like to have any words or have any two, two sentences to say at the end? And then we'll wrap it up. So my final thought is that drag is
1: also something which is changing it's becoming um not simply what it was let's say 20 or 30 years ago which is perhaps a an identity for the gay community to expand out of it uh, and to show themselves off it's now becoming more of a statement which is inclusive and you're, you're mm-hmm. representing Absolutely. that that it's becoming a statement piece for everyone to show off their flamboyance and their Uh, human and then yeah, and humanitarian aspects so i think it's fabulous and i'm amazed that you are also you know not breaking boundaries but building bridges across what would have previously been perceived as boundaries so it's fabulous
2: yes yes i i I, and and that's that's everything everything you just said there is the reason why i'm so excited I, i really am and i just i just hope that we stay on a on, you know, on the on the, on the the tack that we're on and, and make it happen, you know, with the, the intelligent people that can carry this and shove this even more forward. I really yeah. do. Because it's going to be so fun for everybody. So wow. fun. That's the one thing have to Star say. Star twinkling trajectory.
0: Prosperity, abundance, love. Prosperity. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Dee <laughs> Dee, yeah. that's your druid self
2: coming out I again. I oh,
0: right? Seriously, <laughs> I'm feeling my druid up. Oh, is re- it- Oh, we
2: got a druid here amongst us. Yeah, I actually just started, I
0: started learning about druidry last like two to three like probably two months more and more in depth but wow. now i've really gotten a little bit in a routine of like i like this <laughs> all right Taki, where can we find you at
2: where can we find me um i've got a taki has got her own youtube channel tacky Watonga paris and that's where you can see her here and see her sing uh, most of the most of the productions are from the shoebox theater during the pandemic behind closed doors mm-hmm. um there are a few live performances, you know, when she's had the opportunity in the last eighteen months to get out there and do something, and um, hopefully at Michu sometime in the fall, and if not in Montmartre, because she's becoming a fixture on the streets of Montmartre now; mm. people know who she is. Yes. So, yes.
0: I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And
2: I'm ready to go anytime. Anytime anybody wants to buy me a plane ticket to come and sing them happy birthday, I'm I'm there. I'll be there.
0: Mm. Well, I am subscribed you know to you on personal. Park. Oh, well, thank
2: our, you. I'm happy that you subscribed. Yeah, and I
0: hope that our yeah. queenettes out there, people listening, will also subscribe to you and you can share it with your friends and things of that nature. Yeah.
2: yeah. My grandmother is
0: now subscribed to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she,
1: she, she's getting fashion advice. She's like, I can do my hair like that.
0: Yes. I'm oh, like ghost yeah. it, grandma oh my god
2: oh fabulous oh that makes me happy oh that makes <laughs> me so happy
0: <laughs> that's uh, I'm surprised that your grandma is like all into YouTube actually that's like very very like different oh, no.
2: we
1: got her an i we got her an iPad it has changed oh. her life.
0: Nice. Oh my gosh
1: But now she gets Recommendations She's like Stephanie There's a man In a skirt Telling me jokes I'm like Yes grandma It's because you've Looked up drag queens So many times It's now your Number one search Oh I'll follow him As well So this, <laughs> the, the, the global community Of drag queens Now have Funny. this Geriatric Knocking on their doors wow.
3: She's like
1: Can you do some more Liza Minnelli
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is fabulous oh, Wow, I, I'm, I'm surprised I wonder if I get my mom who just had hip surgery on there she'll be like what is going on what's this crazy thing going on here <laughs> yeah. I want to say thank you so much for being on our Queen thank, Queen you, so
2: thank wow. you so much thank you so much thank you so much yeah thank you so, so much I hope to come visit you guys and see what you guys do I in, and, well and, and I have a Cambridge tour company so York.
0: we'll we'll talk about that sometime so talk about tours yeah. in Paris with drag queens that sounds fantastic okay, okay.
1: so ladies and gentlemen queen and queenettes we have come to the end of the show i know but please don't forget to click subscribe and like our instagram pages
0: for more weird wonderful it's fucking fabulousness <laughs> Woo, <laughs> yeah yay. Happy, yay! happy pride everyone goodbye happy happy pride, pride. Happy pride. <laughs>